Thank you for tuning in to the Dynasty Football Podcast on the DynastySite.com, the site where we scout and analyze both short-term and long-term value for all the NFL prospects. Check out the Dynasty site for articles giving you in-season Dynasty fantasy football advice, rankings, scouting reports, and much more. But what you all have been waiting for, your hosts of the Dynasty Football Podcast. How are we doing, football world? I'm Nathan Castaneda, and holy sweet, chilly... Mother Nature, not not holy sweet chili, like as in maybe something they serve on a potluck at the local church that you go to, uh, but chili as in cold, as in Mother Nature and my neck of the Pacific Northwest, uh, it's, it's the weather, it's definitely snowy up here, it is December time, we got a little more snow than we're normally used to um, this part of the year, just in general. Um, we can get snow one day and it be gone by the afternoon or maybe two days and it's out. But uh, it's it's snowing and it's definitely coming down a little more than normal. Uh, so we got a solo podcast, just myself, Nathan Costanieta. Give me a like, a listen, a follow, uh, Twitter, Dynasty Site Nate. Make sure you check out the podcast, Dynasty Football Podcast, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Uh, but Dan is, uh, could not make it. Uh, because of the weather so if you're a uh, traveling Christmas time hope that everyone's having a good holidays but be safe whether you're out flying driving or if you're in a place like mine if you had to head to the convenience store make sure it's a safe travel as we know for uh, the podcast today we got a preview of week 15 I got some injuries I'm going to talk about I'm going to break down all the games and I know there's only a few of you out there left in each of your leagues, but I hope everyone's still involved in their fantasy playoffs. And if not, hopefully you're involved in a keeper league or a dynasty league where you're playing for positions in maybe next year's draft. You know, something to keep involved throughout the whole season where you didn't have people in your league just tank it week 10, week 11, even now. So hopefully that you're still playing, uh, still got games that matter in week 15. We're going to break it down uh, today, or I am going to break it down today. Uh, some major injuries this week. I'm just going to rattle those off. Some people that we already expect to be out. Uh, the major names, ton of ton of guys questionable this week, but a lot of practices, limited practices, full practice, which if you, if you see any of those, especially on Fridays, you expect that they will play. But of the quarterbacks, as we know, Ryan Tannehill is going to be out this week which is a big one uh the other one we have uh aaron Rodgers, who did not practice at all um this whole week he is listed as questionable make sure you keep an eye on him but if you got him he is going against the chicago bears this week i think he is a must play if he is going to suit up which i expect him to he is one of the few quarterbacks that can miss a whole week of practice time and still put up solid fantasy numbers uh, their running game has been lackluster for quite some time uh, they are missing James Starks this week which I'll get into running backs in a second uh, and then Christine Michael uh, did miss some practice time with just an illness but you know you miss some days in practice you don't know what what exactly you'll be doing what part of the game plan so I do think if Aaron Rodgers does go it will be him some Ty Montgomery in the backfield and they'll be throwing the ball uh, this week so I do like Aaron Rodgers if he plays looking at the running backs already mentioned kind of the James Starks 
Uh, he has a concussion, so uh, doubtful to play. Probably not going to be there. Michael will play, uh, but did miss some of the practice time, so it wouldn't surprise me if this is a Montgomery game. Uh, but looking at the rest of the running backs, Theo Riddick is one. Uh, it's doubtful this week has the wrist injury. I believe he's already listed as out, but I don't expect him to go if he has or hasn't been. Uh, Denard Robinson, as we know, I think I believe he's out for the year uh, with that ankle injury. Uh, Darren Sproles concussion will be out this week, and then the big one that I know a lot of guys, uh, Melvin Gordon, probably if you're in the playoffs, got to this position. I don't know if you made it past last week after the goose egg, pretty much. Uh, and then getting hurt, but Melvin Gordon out as well. And then looking at your wide receivers, got some big names. Julio Jones, A.J. Green, there was some speculation. He did practice limit, limited all three days this week, but A.J. Green is doubtful to play. Do not expect him to go. But Julio Jones, A.J. Green, Dante Moncrief for the Colts is another big name going to be out this week. Again, ton of other questionable tags across the board. Uh, but I do expect, a mo I mean, um, uh, the other big names to go. Uh, uh, other smaller guys, Torrey Smith isn't going. Uh, Darius Hayward Bay is supposed to be out. Still, Danny Am Amendola is out for the Patriots. So smaller names, uh, uh, kind of skipping over here. But of the big names, those are your guys that you need to be prepared to get somebody else in for this week uh, for your fantasy playoffs. More than likely, round two. Uh, very exciting. Uh, one one big name. Well, hopefully, you picked him up in your fantasy leagues. Adrian Peterson. We, uh, we all know who Adrian Peterson is. Has the knee injury. Uh, says he intends to play this week, Sunday, for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, maybe you picked him up. I advised, uh, Dan advised as well, that if you had the roster space, the spot, that you could burn to get Adrian Peterson to pick him up uh, more or less the fact that nobody else did uh, now now it's in the fantasy playoffs as we thought there was a 10% chance 15% chance that he could come back at this time uh, he will be and against the Colts who I think you can run on the Colts at home you know things are looking good uh, but I'm still I'm still very nervous obviously coming off the injury um, their offensive line isn't any good in Minnesota. Has not been run blocking well. Obviously, Adrian Peterson is better than McKinnon and Asiata. But with Pat Shermer, as we've talked about numerous times, taking over as the offensive coordinator, they've been more up-tempo, more shotgun, more uh, no huddle, which isn't necessarily where Adrian Peterson succeeds. He's more of the power blocking, eye, uh, under center, eye formation, or single back. Uh, getting seven yards deep, five yards deep, and making a run, you know, a power run play, not necessarily out of the shotgun. Yeah, I think he still can be productive. I do like the matchup against the Colts, but again, I'm I, I'm not advising him. Only if you're desperate. Only if you're you need that running back too. Maybe you had Melvin Gordon go down. Maybe you had both Melvin Gordon and Theo Riddick go down. But I still. I still advise plenty other players than Adrian Peterson. So only, only if you need it, use it with caution. I can't see him just getting thrown in there 
and getting a big workload. Or and even if he does get the workload, I don't know if the Minnesota Vikings. Well, I do know their offensive line isn't good enough. Although it is against a decent matchup, Colts missing Dequell Jackson. You know the middle linebacker. He's a big, big piece. Uh, Colts are playing are going all out, as I'm sure the Vikings are as well too, trying to hold on to playoff chances. But again, Adrian Peterson, not. Uh, can't can't get on board with throwing him in the lineup this week, but proved, proved proves everyone wrong, so probably proved me wrong. Let's talk about Sunday's matchup, Week 15. Uh, we're gonna start with Thursday, and another uh, boring Thursday night football game, uh, as I talk about every week. But I don't think uh, this one really had to do anything other than the Seattle Seahawks are a much better team than the Los Angeles Rams. And this is a LA Rams team that just fired their head coach the week before Jeff Fisher, as we've gone over. I think the Seahawks were definitely um, sticking it to them here. Even they even went for it on fourth down. It was a punt, a fake punt. Uh, they were up like three touchdowns, went for it. Uh, so the Seahawks definitely weren't taking it easy on this LA Rams team that could that could have used it. I think even with everything, the Seahawks get this one done easily. Uh, Jared Goff was was not ready. Uh, the whole team for the Rams wasn't ready. So uh, the one thing that came out, Jeff Fisher, funny, uh, gets fired. Headline that he wants a chance to play the Rams again one day and obviously yeah any coach that gets fired sure give me a chance back at that former team that fired me said I couldn't get it done but for some reason we love to make fun of Jeff Fisher I just hear it as uh, like just some little I'll get another chance at them one day it's just some Jeff Fisher voice just you know his last hurrah you'll you'll hear from me once again LA Rams I I, I just love it just so funny Jeff Fisher uh, about damn time i bet he does get a land somewhere on somebody's coaching staff but about damn time let's talk about oh the little seattle seahawks uh it's the only only i hope i mean hopefully todd Gurley. there's a good chance there's a 99 percent chance you had Gurley. you weren't anything in the fantasy playoffs are probably still relevant but no one on the rams that you started or got production out of uh Russell Wilson, three touchdowns, only 229 yards. You know, did have an interception. But uh, Doug Baldwin, only 35 yards, saving the fantasy day with the touchdown. Uh, did have five catches for your PPR leagues. Yards uh, wasn't any good. Jimmy Graham, air ball, only 31 yards, one catch. But Tyler Lockett, I know he was a sleeper guy at the, at the beginning of the year. Didn't quite have that. Didn't have that fantasy year that some a lot of people thought he would have. Goes seven for one thirty here, a touchdown. Shows some of the big play potential, and maybe next year. I know uh, there's some of these guys that you do this every year. Next year, next year. But Seattle gets a little better offensive line, gives Russell more time, kind of lets him lets him grow, get a bit more part of the offense. He can come out and have games like this. Maybe next year. Another deep sleeper once him maybe let him burn me one more time before I'm ready to give up on Tyler Lockett. Uh, let's get on to this weekend's games. Uh, we do have a Saturday Saturday night game this week. The Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. A lot of uh, 
a lot a lot of crazy uh quarterback things going on with these two team teams right now obviously ryan Tannehill out they do have matt moore uh tj yates they added the dolphins because of this ryan Tannehill injury i do think that although it's a big blow it's a mighty big blow ryan Tannehill has been playing some of his best football of his career over the past five six seven eight weeks uh, but I don't necessarily think it's the reason why the Dolphins are winning these games. I think their defense has also played well in some spots. I think Jay Ajayi obviously has played big in some games. They they get that done. Uh, they get back to their running game. Ajayi plays well. Their offensive line plays well. Their defense plays big when they need to. I know they got Matt Moore there, uh, but I think this. I think the Dolphins can be okay. We'll see with Matt Moore. So. Uh, how how it looks it's been a while since he started i do like adam gaze there i think they'll have he'll have a game plan ready to go especially against this jets team that has gotten beaten in a lot of different ways running passing a little bit of better run defense so ajayi uh, you're putting he is going to have the volume this week so you feel comfortable um, starting ajayi maybe not your most comfortable but you do feel comfortable there uh, getting him in the lineup and I still think uh, Jarvis Landry, uh, PPR leagues, you're okay. I do think the Dolphins can find a way to get a victory in this game. You got the New York Jets. Uh, I can't. If you got Bilal Powell, you're definitely starting him. You got Matt Forte. He's one that is questionable. Uh, I do believe, I'm going to double check, he practiced this week. Yeah, he, he has the knee injury. He did lo uh, have limited practice on Thursday and Friday. Uh, did not practice, no practice on Wednesday. Uh, so Powell, I mean, Matt Forte doesn't go. You got him into the starting lineup. Uh, I, I wouldn't advise starting any of the receivers at this point, but I think that running back spot, even Forte, I mean, he has the 3.7. But I, I think, Powell, you can find a way to get him in your lineup this week. I got the Dolphins getting it done. Uh, we'll see if Todd Bowles, they say his job's safe right now, but we'll see at the end of the season what the Jets think going forward. You got my next matchup on Sunday, uh, the Tennessee Titans, Sunday morning. Tennessee Titans at the Kansas City Chiefs. Titans coming off a victory against the Denver Broncos last week. I think it was 13-10 to 10 if I remember right. Marcus Mariota not having a good day, good fantasy day, but still getting the victory. Again, I think this is going to be very similar statistically for Mariota as far as I think he had under 100 passing yards last week. Uh, they do have the running game. They are going to run the ball. You got DeMarco Murray. I think he's the only one you're starting this week uh, on, the, on the Tennessee offense. Uh, but I don't think they're getting, getting the victory here. You got Kansas City at home. That's tough. I mean, Mariota, uh, I, you know, I don't think, I think he's going to have another bad effort, but I just don't think they're going to get a victory here. And the one, a Delaney Walker, too, who is a big piece for Marcus Mariota in this Tennessee Titans offense. The Kansas City Chiefs are one of the best defenses against tight ends. So fantasy point, fantasy wise, that's a tough matchup for um, Delaney Walker, tough matchup for the passing game. You got, you're okay with starting DeMarco Murray, but everything else is, is a prayer at this point against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I do. Uh, there is some sleeper 
uh, sleeper thought in deep leagues to starting Alex Smith uh, this week against uh, the Titans. Uh, we did see Trevor Simeon have a decent day last week, although they, you know, not the touchdowns or anything. But I think Alex Smith uh, is is possible. I mean, two two quarterback leagues, he might he might he might do okay. We've seen Spencer Ware somewhat struggle, although you're probably still trotting him out here. Uh, Tyreek Hill, we love him. Travis Kelce, love him. Uh, we expect Mar- uh, Jeremy Macklin to go this week have a little bit more of a role, but I, I want to see it first before I'm getting excited about anything he does this year or even next. Uh, get on. I got the Kansas City Chiefs at home. Our next game, we got the Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers 8-5 and five, traveling to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I mean, it's hard to say that there's any team that looks as good as the Steelers right now. Uh, you got Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, or you got Le'Veon Bell playing out of his mind, putting up dang near 180 yards from scrimmage every week, having one of the best fantasy days we've seen um, dip ever in the past. Well, to my to my recording of this past four or five years, one of the biggest fantasy days uh, out there last week from Le'Veon Bell. Then you have, you have Antonio Brown already 93 receptions, 100, 1,130 yards, 11 touchdowns. Uh, those three guys are getting it done. They're on, I guarantee, very uh, high amount of fantasy rosters that are still in there. Uh, Le'Veon Bell putting a lot of teams on his back at this point who spent and got, uh, you know, who took that risk on him at the beginning of the year, definitely paying him off. You you like all those guys starting those three. Uh, and anyone else, it's you're probably not for the Steelers. On the Bengals' side of the ball, I think Jeremy Hill has earned earned the start, earned a little bit of confidence here after what he did uh, last week. Uh, There's still still, uh, you know, not sure what he's going to do. We've seen plenty of times where Jeremy Hill just can't get it done. Averages 2 yards per carry, 3.2 yards per carry. Doesn't have the big days. Uh, But after last week, uh, here, let me pull up his Stat line. I know he gone over. It was like 125 yards, I believe. Uh, 100, 111. Had 111, a touchdown, 25 attempts, three receptions, 31 yards. So a solid fantasy day. We're looking at a little over 20 points, uh, depending on your scoring format. I do think that he has another good game. It's not the Browns who he played last week, but I think Jeremy Hill's in your starting lineup. Again, uh, Tyler Boyd, Brandon LaFell's flipping a coin. You like Eifert from the tight end position. I got the Steelers winning this game, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna do it easily. Uh, big game this week. My next one: nine and four Lions against the nine and four New York Jet Giants. Uh, Giants at home here. I think this is gonna be a good football game to watch. Uh, you got. You got to start. Uh, Odell Beckham obviously is the main key piece uh, for both fantasy teams. Uh, I think Stafford can be a good player this week, especially uh, with Theo Riddick. Well, I mean, you like Theo Riddick in for Stafford because of his pass-catching ability. But I I do think, well, regardless of Riddick being in or not, I think Stafford's going to have to throw the ball 
Uh, Dwayne Washington, their rookie running back, isn't doing anything this year. Averaging 3.1 yards per carry, only one touchdown on the ground. It's going to be a Stafford day throwing the ball. I like Golden Tate a lot in this game. Anquan Bolden, uh, maybe in the non-PPR leagues. I bet he's a, a good start. And even this week, too, seven touchdowns on the year. Not a lot of yards, not a lot of catches. But in the touchdown leagues, Anquan Bolden, I mean, uh, Stafford's going to be throwing the ball a lot. Uh, Marvin Jones, probably you got somebody else by now to get in the starting lineup. But if he if he's uh, healthy, good to go, uh, there's always the chance that it could be him. Uh, it's finally getting healthy and all of that. I actually have the Lions winning this game. Uh, the Giants are at home. They do have the chance. Eli Manning can that, – that defense plays well. Eli Manning can put together drives. Giants have every chance to win this game. That's why I think it's going to be a good one. But the Lions defense is playing very well this season, second half of the season. I think they are going to get the victory on the road. Next game, we got the Colts, 6-7 and seven Colts, 7-6 uh, and six Minnesota Vikings. I do think this game is actually going to be a shootout. Uh, that's what the Vikings have been doing. Uh, Fast-paced, no huddle, uh, throwing the ball a lot. I, I don't, I'm not sure if the Colts are going to be able to take advantage of the porous uh, defensive or offensive line for the Vikings that other teams have been able to do. Uh, they will have more success, obviously, than normal. So uh, the Colts, you know, force the Minnesota Vikings into some tough spots here, and they don't completely lay down defensively. I think they got a shot. They always got a shot. Andrew Luck throwing the ball around. Uh, Frank Gore um, running hard, obviously. Uh, missing Moncrief this week, so I think uh, uh, T.Y. Hilton's your number one. Uh, instead of, uh, I think, Jack Doyle, maybe in tight ends. I think he gets involved a little more than your normal. Just plug your next wide receiver, Philip Dorsett, into the starting lineup. Who also, uh, Philip Dorsett, has a little bit of a groin injury. Did practice this week, but if he doesn't go, I think their next guy is Chester Rogers. But like I said, I think Jack Doyle, Dwayne Allen, uh, Frank Gore, T.Y. Hilton, those guys you like this week, along with Andrew Luck, even with the tougher matchup against the Minnesota Vikings. Good, good defense, you know. Um, I think Diggs, Thielen are starters this week. I like both of them. Uh, I think uh, running-wise, obviously, Adrian Peterson, I've gone over it before. I think I still go AP over McKinnon and Asiata unless before game time we find out that he can't go. Uh, don't lo I'm not in love with any of these running backs. Maybe Asiata gets in the end zone this week. I could see that happening. But Diggs, Steeland, you heard it from the Colts. And that Colts defense play well this week. You can get the victory on the road. I'm going with the Colts, as I'm sure you know. 2-11 uh, and 11 Jaguars traveling to the 7-6 Texans. As much as I need as a Colts fan, I need the Jaguars to get a win. I don't see it happening. Uh, their defense, though, has been – the Jaguars' defense isn't that bad. They've been playing well um, the, the whole season. They're, it's their offense that's been struggling. But I think their defense is good enough to get after – To well, Brock Osweiler is going to struggle against the easiest of defenses. But they, I think they're going to make a difficult day on Brock. Uh, they're not going to get run all over 
by Alfred Blue and Lamar Miller like they did last week to the Colts. I think that I think this is a low-scoring game here. I th- I would love to see. Maybe I'm making a case for the Jaguars' defense keeping the keeping them in it, and hopefully their offense pulls off a miracle. Blake Bortles plays somehow doesn't turn the ball over in his own territory a handful of times. Uh, but yeah, probably the Texans. Texans win this game. It's a who who cares? Who cares who wins this game? And uh, fantasy wise, you're no, there's no way any of these players on your team have been starting for you uh, this year and here <laughs> in the playoffs. I, I'm sorry to say, uh, there's no way. I'd like to see Allen Robinson. They've got Allen Robinson and DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I'd like to see them have good games. Uh, good games here, closing out the season. You know. Uh, we got a next matchup, Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears. A big one for Aaron Rodgers to play. I do think he will go. Uh, if he goes, you got Green Bay. I think they are going to win this game. Matt Barkley has been playing well. What I mean, you know, like I talked about, backup well, good enough, not completely falling flat on his face. I think Jordan Howard has a good game here. I think that's about it. I'm banging on for the Bears. Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers go. I, I like him. I think he's one of the top flight quarterbacks this week. Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, Ty Montgomery, especially running back if he's got that eligibility in your league. I think he's a good one running back too this week. Even Randall Cobb you know, he has got the chance to be the one that catches the ball, flex play late. But I like Nelson a lot this week. I like Adams this week. I can get on board with Montgomery having a significant impact. Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Howard, Green Bay Packers should get that one done pretty easy. We got the 0-13 Cleveland Browns going into Buffalo, 6-7. Browns, are they gonna, are they going to get a win? You know, I think I would have picked the Browns if they would have been starting Kessler or, well, even McCown, it's so hard to say that. But uh, they got RG3 in there again. I saw nothing from him last week. The Bills are equally as bad, bad in their own ways in some spots. Uh, there's, I like Isaiah Crowell. I think Isaiah Crowell, if they can get behind their running game, uh, do that well. I mean, the, the Browns are going to play hard. I think Crowell you can get by with the flex play, maybe even running back two uh, this week. Terrell Pryor been up and down this season although I've liked what he's shown in flashes I don't necessarily like him with RG3 I think he can be a wide receiver three this week maybe a flex play anything you get from him you like but he is going to get that volume there Buffalo I think Tyrod Tyrod could be a start this week 12 team leagues maybe even a 10 team league if you've been rotating quarterbacks you're still alive you need somebody Tyrod could blow up even on running the ball so I think he'd be okay McCoy could have a big game if the Bills get going I think Gillisley gets involved maybe in deeper leagues you can get away with starting him this week Uh, Sammy Watkins maybe maybe Uh, I get off the top of my head I'm trying to remember what he did last week. I don't think he's done anything yet this season. Kind of pulling it up here as we go. 
but I, I don't, although I like Tyrod Taylor, I think maybe, okay, I, I guess I would have to say you're going to start somebody. If I get on with uh, Tyrod Taylor, he's going to throw the ball to someone. So Sammy Watkins, um, last week, four for 54. He did get in the end zone. Uh, his targets have been getting up there. I think I like Sammy Watkins this week. Wide receiver three. Uh, maybe as much as I like Tyrod, I, I, I might be able to get on board with Sammy Watkins as a wide receiver two this week. I think the Bills are going to keep the Browns winless for now. And it's a shame because I like Hugh Jackson. We got the Phil my next game, Philadelphia Eagles, 5-8, and eight, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, this, this has a chance to be a very uh, field goal game here. Which in a field goal game, I'm going to take Justin Tucker every time. The two good defenses. The Eagles at times have had lapses on their defense where they'll, they're average for a quarter. Baltimore Ravens could take advantage in those spots. I think Joe Flacco, we saw what he's done at a few last week. Was last, last week there was four touchdown week. Uh, I, I, Mike Wallace in this game, Steve Smith. I think Dennis Pitta, those guys can find their ways into some flex plays this week. Kenneth Dixon, definitely uh, running back two this week. Get him in your starting lineup. Eagles, I know Darren Sproles is out. Maybe Wendell Smallwood gets a little more run. Might be able to get him go as a flex play. They do struggle to get the ball in the end zone. Jordan Matthews and Zach Ertz are the two key players, if any, I'm starting on the Eagles roster. Mike Wallace, Steve Smith, Dennis Pitta, Kenneth Dixon. I, I also think that there is some chances that they, they can get going fantasy-wise this week. I do think the Ravens' defense is and special teams are better than the Philadelphia Eagles. I do predict a low-scoring game here. Uh, uh, easy as that. Ravens are the better team, uh, more veteran team. The next matchup, we got the San Francisco 49ers. Traveling to the Atlanta Falcons. Last team the Atlanta Falcons play. Excuse me, took a drink real quick. It's all by myself. You know, a lot of talking here. And if you are still listening, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, hearing all this stuff coming at you. Hopefully not talking too fast or too slow. But we got the Atlanta Falcons against the 49ers. The last team they played, their head coach was fired, Jeff Fisher, for the LA Rams. I'm wondering if it's going to be this week again, if they're going to go two for two back to back. Uh, 49ers of uh, Chip Kelly. It's been a it's been a tough been a tough year. 49ers with only one victory. They are the Falcons. I do expect the Falcons to be just fine, uh, even with Julio Jones. I like Taylor Gabriel this week. I think Sanu does go, but Freeman, Coleman, Matt Ryan, they're still going to find a way. Uh, I think all offensively, you like all of them starting. 49ers, it's just Carlos Hyde. I'm not going to buy back into, I mean, Kaepernick, if you're desperate, 12-team leagues. I mean, uh, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough for me to put my stop in Kaepernick, knowing what the kind of quarterback he is. But obviously, Falcons are going to victory here. Uh, 49ers, who knows exactly what their offense will be do, but I like Carlos. I would, uh, all year I've been saying Carlos Hyde, just because I know what Chip Kelly is going to do running the ball. Kaepernick, maybe. Kaepernick, maybe. Next matchup, we got the New Orleans Saints traveling to an Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals, man, they've let me down all season long. They're one of my 
one of my side teams. You know, obviously I got the Colts, but there's also always a couple other teams that you like. You definitely like a lot, and that's why Arizona Cardinals are one of mine. Uh, letting me down and even losing last week to the Miami Dolphins, getting their quarterback hurt, and the Cardinals still can't get a victory. Uh, it was a wet game last week, and it shouldn't be this week. Cardinals at home. Uh, but uh, they got Drew Brees, who, who's been struggling. Carson Palmer's been struggling. Uh, who knows with these two quarterbacks going forward in their careers? Bree's still putting up big numbers, as we know. Everyone in that offense, you're you're, you're gonna trot out there. Uh, they the Cardinals do have a good pass defense, so be wary of that. Patrick Peterson's gonna trail around. We'll see who he's matched up up with, but I'm sure I'm sure he'll be moving here and there. Uh, but, I mean, you know, Drew Brees at any given time can throw for 400, 450 yards, handful of touchdowns. So you are getting your Cooks, your Michael Thomas, Willie Sneed, as long as they're all healthy, you are getting them out there. Mark Ingram. Uh, yeah, you're going back to Mark Ingram. Tim Hightower, it's been kind of a little bit since he's been relevant, even though right when, right when I was ready to give it back to Tim Hightower, and, you know, give him a little more value with Mark Ingram's toe injury, I believe. I believe it's his toe. Uh, he hasn't he hasn't shown up. So it's back to Mark Ingram on the Cardinals side of the ball. Obviously, David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. And that's it. No more Michael Floyd. Signed with the Patriots. Didn't bring that up. Patriots claim him off the waivers. So getting a cheap little rental for them to see if he'll stick. Because he is a free agent, so they're picking him up for... I, I don't think he was making very much money. So they're picking him up cheap, checking him out for a couple weeks, seeing if he's gotten anything, and they're going to kick him out to free agency or maybe sign him to a deal. Who knows? But you got the David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald. That is about it. And that's, yeah, even Carson Palmer, even though it's against the Saints. Oh, man, I can't, can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. We got the Oakland Raiders going to the San Diego Chargers. I got the Raiders winning this one. Losing Melvin Gordon's big. They're going to get Kenneth Farrow in there. Maybe he was a pickup. Deeper leagues, maybe you've got him in there into your starting lineup. Uh, I'm, I'm with you, crossing my fingers for you that it works. I like everyone on the Raiders. Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree, both questionable this week, but I think they will both go. You're starting them both. You're starting Latavius. You're starting Derek Carr. Phillip Rivers. Uh, he'll probably throw a couple of interceptions, but he'll also make some great throws always. Tyrell Williams, you starting him. I think John Charles Inman is also very startable. Don't expect them to be running the ball a whole bunch, missing Melvin Gordon. So expect Phillip Rivers to have a big day, uh, getting his guys going, but probably turning the ball over a handful of times as we've seen him do all year. I got the Raiders winning this one on the road. Next matchup, we got the 11-2 Patriots traveling to a Denver Broncos. This one's tough. This one's got a lot, a lot of fantasy people right now just worried, sick. They don't know what's going to happen because Tom Brady's on a lot of winning fantasy teams right now. LeGarrette Blunt, um, Martell, or, yeah, Martellus Bennett, tight end, even Julian Edelman. A lot of these Patriots players year in and year out are on these winning fantasy teams. But they got the Denver Broncos this week. And Denver Broncos at home. And that defense. And you got to be careful. I mean, it's going to be tough uh, to start these players. But you got to do it. 
You absolutely got to do it. Um, Tom, I mean, on the road, it's Tom Brady. You, you, I don't think I, – I think Aaron Rodgers has a better day, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Drew Brees, um, Derek Carr. You know, I'm trying to list off names in my head. Uh, who knows? Tyrod Taylor. Well, there's one. Tyrod Taylor or Tom Brady. Tyrod Taylor and the Chiefs are at the Cleveland Browns. Tom Brady at Denver. That's tough. That's tough. I think you got to go Tom Brady, uh, even with the tougher matchup. He's, they're going to find a way. They're going to have a game plan. But I'm gonna. I'm interested. This is definitely uh, potential to see what the Patriots can do. Not having a Rob Gronkowski in there against an elite defense. That there's a chance they're gonna have to. I mean, there's a chance they lose the Broncos here. That they could run into them again in the playoffs, or equally see another defense as good with the Kansas City Chiefs. So a fun game to watch here. I, I think the Patriots are going to get this one done. I don't know if Trevor Simeon, although I do like Demarius Thomas, I do like Emmanuel Sanders in this one. Um, but I I think Simeon's just not. I got Tom Brady against Trevor Simeon, so I'm going to go with Tom Brady. Next matchup, we got Jameis Winston, the fearless Jameis, Jameis Winston, Sunday night going into Dallas. Big D facing Dak Prescott and those 11-2 Dallas Cowboys. I like my Sunday night home teams. And I'm going to stick with the Sunday night home teams with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, this one will be fun to watch, though, because I think Jameis Winston won't back down. I think he can come in here and move the ball against the Dallas Cowboys. I think Mike Evans can go have a day against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we'll see We'll see if anyone running the ball. But I like Evans. I like Cameron Brait. Uh, I, I, I don't know if you're starting Adam Humphreys. But I think he, I mean, he, he can deep, I mean, just bringing up people that are going to catch the ball a little bit. I think he can get three, four, five catches this game. You know, 40, 50 yards. Be relevant just in this kind of a game. Jameis Winston, I think they are going to have to throw the ball. Uh, so I think, I, I'm liking Mike Evans. Maybe Jameis Winston in a 12-team league towards the end there. Dallas Cowboys on the other side. I think Dak Prescott bounces back. Here with the big game. I think Ezekiel Elliott has a big game. You can get Jason Witten out there, you know. Um, Cole Beasley, as you know. Des Bryant, it's always scary starting him. Again, he's another one that's probably not on a lot of winning fantasy rosters. I think this is a better game than it is a fantasy scoring game, but a lot of big game big names out there that you are trotting. Monday night. Carolina Panthers, Washington Redskins. This one, I think, has a chance for fireworks as far as fantasy numbers go. Uh, Cam Newton and the Panthers have been throwing the ball down the field a lot lately. Him just airing it out a little bit, you know, chucking it, a little huck-it-chuck-it football. I think uh, Greg Olson can be fine. Uh, Ted Ginn stretching the ball downfield. Uh, Jonathan Stewart, you know, depending on how well Cam plays, how well he connects, he can find the way into the end zone. On the flip side, Washington Redskins, I love Kirk Cousins this week. I like Jameson Crowder this week. He's been quiet past couple. I mean, Pierre Garçon and Deshaun Jackson's come back, but I Crowder can be – I. Uh, the Panthers aren't very good out of the slot, defending the slot, whereas Crowder primarily works. So I think he can get off. I like, like Jameson this week. Pierre, I think you can start them all. Jordan Reed, hopefully he bounces back. But I think this game has a chance – 
for fantasy fireworks. So get uh, Rob Kelly in your lineup, Crowder, Garcon, Jackson, Reed, a lot of different, not necessarily number one guys. I'm not necessarily, I'm not saying number one, all these guys are your number one players. I'm just saying there's a lot of different players in this game that have a potential to pop off. So go ahead and go ahead and give it a give it a try. And even on the Panther side of the ball, some of the, like I said, Kelvin Benjamin, uh, Greg Olson, Ted Ginn, uh, you, you could probably get those guys, all of them going and on some decent shots in the dark in case the Washington Redskins get off and are throwing the ball because Cam's gonna have to be throwing it deep. That's what I got for fantasy are all the picks and my fantasy thoughts as far as week 15 goes. I hope every one of you are still rocking and rolling. I got one team alive left. Week 15. Come on. You got to bring it from out of there. I'm in four leagues. In four leagues. My dynasty football. The, my baby. We're rebuilding. We took second last year. I can't. I don't I think this is a lot. You can't even celebrate second. But one of the last times I could probably bring it up anymore to anyone. Second last year had to go into a big rebuild. So hopefully we'll bounce back. Got one redraft league holding it on for my other two. Got to bring home some jelly beans. But good luck to everyone in your playoffs. Week 15. Going to check it out next week. Going to recap it. Hopefully back with Dan and the weather. All that safe travels. Happy holidays. I'm Nathan Castaneda. Twitter, Dynasty Site Nate. And SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, iTunes. Check out all that. The Dynasty Football Podcast.